You're listening to Money Talk on RTHK Radio 3. In this final part of the show, we get a view from Singapore, from Michael Swaito, Singapore-based author and financial commentator. Good morning, Michael. Good morning, Nathan. How are you today? I'm good. How are you doing? Fantastic. Great. Um, so let's start with the markets. Um, notice that since July, they've been coming under pressure, despite quite a lot of positivity in Singapore. So what's, uh, what's that's, been the cause of that? That's absolutely right. And I think... Well, no one can say for sure. I would say there are three reasons Singapore stocks are trading lower. The first is the economy. Annual growth here is expected to come in at the lower end of expectations, around half a percent. Domestic exports and manufacturing are also slowing down. The second is global factors. You know that China's economy is not doing great. We have a high interest rate environment and global instability. The third reason, I think, is cyclical. Investors are taking profits on gains made early in the year. Singapore's market tends to be range-bound, and I think when it hits strong resistance, a bit shy of 3,400, traders here started to sell. Nathan, let me put a little bit of this in context by sharing a few numbers with you if I can. Yeah, sure. The Straits Times Index is currently trading at its lowest level in about a year. It's down more than 5%, than Jan- excuse me, 5% since January. Got to say, that's still better than Hong Kong, though, where the HSI is down about 14%. Sentiment here really turned bearish with investors cashing in profits, as I said, from earlier in the year. And to put this in perspective, look at the 30 STI constituents. Only six are in positive territory for the year, led by Semcorp Industries and ST Engineering. Narrow your time frame to the past three months. Only three stocks are in the green. Narrow it down even further to the past month, and only one, the banking counter OCBC, is recording a gain. All the others are in the red. Narrow it down to the past week, not even one counter is in positive territory. We're now into the uh, what's normally a positive fourth quarter. So can we expect some sort of rebound in some of those names? I mean, especially given the fact they've been selling off over the last three months. I think that's a great question. And I don't have the sure answer to that, but I think it is a time for investors to think about bargain hunting because whether or not we have that fourth quarter Santa Claus rally, I don't know. But I would bet that when investors uh, re-shift their portfolios for the start of 2024, we'll see a bounce then. And then what sectors should um, our listeners be looking at? Well, you know, the biggest sectors here are REITs and banking stocks, um, and REITs are really suffering. They're doing worse than the overall market. The FTSE ST REIT index is down more than 20% since the beginning of the year and nearly 30% since the beginning of the current interest rate cycle in the United States. And it's the impact of those higher interest rates. That's the key. They're making it more expensive for REITs to finance their debts, and this is cutting into distributions per unit, which investors here love. I want to share an example about this, and then I'll come back to your question about what may be some good buys. So if we zoom in on Keppel DC REIT, it's the first data center that was listed, uh, first data center REIT, I should say, that was listed in Asia. It has data centers in nine countries here in Asia and Europe. And in June, it even expanded its portfolio, buying two more centers in Guangdong. And got to say, that seemed like a good move at the time, but Keppel DC REIT shares have dropped 15% since then. And they're actually down more than 20% from their peak, putting the stock in bear market territory. The bugbear for a couple DC REIT, like for a lot of REITs, is interest rates. Even though its portfolio is expanding, even if its occupancy rates are high, which they are, higher interest rates and financing costs are taking a bigger bite out of its bottom line. 
and that is leading to lower distributions per unit, something which investors definitely do not like to see. Okay, so that's the bad news. What's the good news? Over the long haul, analysts say that uh, data center REITs like Keppel DC REIT could still be a good investment. Just think about all the data center space that AI companies are going to need, and that's a market that companies like Keppel DC REIT can fill. It makes sense. I mean, data centers have been doing well, cloud computing. I mean, we've, we've had mixed reports in the US, as you might have heard earlier, um, but it is still going pretty strong overall. So, I mean, to me, it kind of makes sense focusing on data centers. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we, we saw mixed reports, like you said, with Microsoft and Alphabet in the States, uh, but investors are very focused on cloud computing. AI is still a great narrative, and I think that will provide a basis for growth going forward. And then how, what about the gaming stocks and uh, Marina Bay Sands? I mean, the, how, how are things looking on that side? Well, I'll tell you, this is one of the bright spots in the Singapore market. Uh, revenue tur- tourism, excuse me, revenge tourism, I should say, and the resurgent meetings and exhibitions industry has translated into strong earnings for Singapore's local gaming giant, MBS, not to mention its parent company, Las Vegas Sands. Marina Bay Sands netted a billion U.S. dollars in the third quarter of the year. That's nearly 35% higher than a year earlier. Now, we've been keeping an eye on MBS, not just for its profit numbers, but also for its expansion plans. I want to dial the clock back a bit, back before the pandemic. When MBS applied to renew its gaming license, it committed to building a fourth hotel tower, a 15,000-seat indoor arena, as well as new meetings and exhibition space. Got to say, nothing has happened to that uh, on that yet because those plans have been on hold since the pandemic. Well, now that tourists are back and MBS's profits are up, MBS officials say construction should start within the next six months to a year. I'll tell you, definitely waiting to see that. They've also announced a billion-dollar renovation of the rooms and suites in two of his existing towers. Now, back to those profit numbers. Gaming is unsurprisingly the biggest contributor to MBS's profits. Listen, you want to take a guess how much is bet on MBS's tables every quarter? Um, say a few hundred billion. All right. Well, the t- few hundred billion in what currency? You're thinking Hong Kong, I bet. No, US dollars. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it's not quite that big. The, the term that they use is rolling chip volume. That's the total amount of bets med- made by the big players, the high-end players. And that jumped 20% at MBS last year as compared to a uh, year earlier. 8 billion US dollars. I'm going to give you another chance here, and this has to do with hotel rates. Okay, so MBS's hotel occupancy rate is up to more than 96%. How much do you think a room in the MBS tower costs? And I'm going to give you a hint. It's about Last 300 year, US? Sorry, go ahead. 300 US a night? We've only got 10 right, seconds, by the way, so we've got to make this quick. <laughs> Okay, so last year was 500 US dollars a night. Now it's up to 680 US dollars oh, wow. a night or 930 Singapore dollars. That is an expensive room. Wow, that is crazy. Um, yeah, unfortunately, as I just said, that's all we have time for. So I'd like to thank you. It's very short, I know, but thank you for coming in. That was uh, Michael Swite. In addition to uh, tracking the Singapore markets, Michael Swite is an author, public speaker, and book coach. His first leadership book, Taming the Mouse, is set against the backdrop of Asian Park, Hong Kong's rivalry with Hong Kong Disneyland. While its latest publication, Activate the Third Space, explores what companies need to do to uh, transform themselves to successfully compete in today's marketplace. Michael, thank you for coming in today.